Free Your Mind is a podcast show that covers a range of topics from buzzing media headlines, hot trends on social media space, music, and social issues. Myself and a group of co-hosts will meet to give our hot, sometimes unfiltered opinions on and takes on these issues. We are hosted by the Gold Coast Report. Find us on your favorite podcast player and follow us on Twitter at GCR Free Your Mind and on Instagram at The Gold Coast Report. We also have a website, thegoldcoastreport.com, where you can find other podcasts on our network. Back to the Guardian Ascent. Back again. <laughs> Back again. So, yeah. Hi, guys. Again. That's, that's weird. Why? Well, go on. Man. <laughs> but What's man, happening, man? Bad I w- man. I will say this, though. It does feel weird to just be actually recording and holding the mic. At least for me. It, it I know, feels I like know, it, I know. It's been years. But, yeah, it's the whole year has been Zoom, right? Zoom and no, but you guys have been recording. Editing, I've so been mostly editing. I've been recording. Yeah, says our co-founder. That's yeah. actually my boss. I'm talking <laughs> to today. Yeah, no, be small performance review they do on this episode. I know. So, listeners, if you don't hear Komo's voice again, you know why. That, <laughs> I feel that appraisal. <laughs> so remember, listen and share. Save Komo's job. Hashtag save Komo's job. Share, please. <laughs> my job is on the line. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. So. um we are recording live. Yes, sir. Do I need to say that venue? Yeah. Coded. Coded, yeah, 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 yeah. But it feels good to be back on All the safety mic, protocols observed. 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 Nobody should come and call us for anything. We don't want any matter. <laughs> but yeah, we are recording live at a coded location. And um, I mean, my boss, my man, he calls me Onupa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of meaning if you actually understand what Onupa means. It actually means an elderly person. So, yeah. I was always like when he calls me that. But let me give him time to introduce myself. But we can't lazy host if they fly the mic to me to introduce myself. Uh, All right, okay. listeners. My name is Cyril <laughs> and I I am the guest on this episode. Um, should we do this shit? Oh, yeah, I mean, you're sure. I mean, right now I'm a guest, man. I'm just watching you do wow. your thing. Okay, so um, as I guess you already know, because it's election year, we want to discuss, we want to actually free our mind, not discuss, we want to free our mind on a few election promises made by both big parties in the country, that's MPP and NDC. So we take one and then we free our mind on that. So I'll quickly go into the MPP promise. Okay. So, and I read, they are saying, to set up large recording studios in Accra, Kumase, Tamale, and Takrade as part of entrepreneurial hub strategy in partnership with the private sector for recording artists to rent space for their recording in these studios. <laughs> Maji, what do you have to say about that? <coughs> um... It sounds good on paper. <laughs> <laughs> Ghana looks good on paper, by the way. I mean, Charlie, I think a while back, there was this UN report that came out early this year, and I was like, Charlie, if I could live in the Ghana that the UN reports keep talking about. That, like, that utopia, man. <laughs> <laughs> no stress. That shit will be cool as fuck. No stress. Um, 
I think everybody who hears this realistically feels or would instinctively just feel like it's an empty campaign promise. There might be a studio or two built, but there's been nothing done fundamentally to show, I don't know, the support for the industry they claim they are going to build studios for. Studios are all fine and good, but how about throwing some money? Like, I want to invest in infrastructure. True. True. All True. these organizations are around, Charlie. I don't know. Put some government backing or support. Like, let's fix our royalties. Let people get shit trademarked. Oh. People's songs are being played on radio and they ain't getting a cent. <laughs> like, if recording studio, they come build. Charlie. <laughs> That's the least of their problem, getting access to a recording studio. Because now know. with technology, all you really do need is a quiet room and a mic, and you're good to go. True. True. Pretty loose change the game and who were they? <laughs> ah, actually, I mean, we are recording in a studio, but not in like a studio studio. Yeah, technically, like, yeah, the bruh. studio is wherever you make it. <laughs> yeah, like I'm shocked. And with everybody that I've pushed this question to, they've consistently talked about how far removed politicians are from the things happening on the ground. Because an average politician who is really in tune with what's happening knows that you can basically record a song from your fucking bedroom like <coughs> bruv you don't need orchestras and adjust and all those things to make those natural sounds like there are drum kits doing these things these days so why would you push this as like a firm promise instead of trying to fix institutions or trying to fix systems to make sure that musicians are making or artisans are making actual money from what they they produce or own like because it's their intellectual property and that shocks me i mean i look at it and i think there's an art to the african politicians bid for re-election or campaigning in general promise this pie in the sky castle in the sky idea promise an ideal yeah. people will very much question it it now gives you a chance to retort and to claim that no you really are going to do it and the people who are pushing back or punching holes are haters or just don't believe in you <laughs> then it allows your party faithfuls to come strong and be like yeah nah they will do this they will do this they will do that that's what it is you just say something and it gives you an opportunity to argue and discuss and fill up radio airtime TV newspaper with print and then throughout all of this your message, your party name, your what do you call those presidential flag bearer's name? Yeah, it's being pushed. So yeah, lie, say whatever it is that will get said. It will get printed. It will get reported. We are not really holding them accountable, are we? Nah, yeah. accountability is another issue. We exactly. Don't really want to delve into, but hey, all right. Quickly moving in there. I think we said what we have to say about MPP. We move straight to NDC, and this is short legalize and regulate okada business honestly in a country where we should be finding ways to get rid of the trotters on the streets we are now looking to add in <laughs> like quicker and faster trotters so to speak perspective no because this week on the n1 mm-hmm. i mean minimum speed is supposed to be 80 right yeah 80 miles per hour. Yeah. These trotters pull over to the side, pick passengers or drop passengers, and then they just join the traffic again. 
as if they are not cars 80 miles like coming towards you at 80 miles per hour but it's on you to read their minds and stop yeah it's on you to think for them of some sort and anybody who's been in the car in accra or ghana well i don't know how pervasive it is outside of accra I know for sure Accra, even the voter region, like some drives, I've, I've noticed that Okadas are picking up. You know that feeling where you're just driving and then suddenly there's a motorbike next to you when you're about to take a turn to the left or right. By you, then you come. They are always in your blind spot. I know. And then they get mad as if you didn't notice them. Charlie. Bro, I'm driving. <laughs> <laughs> I am looking ahead of me. I'm looking at my rear view. I'm looking at my side mirrors. The one spot I'm not looking at is you right next to my door. Exactly. Pothole day. Are they swing? Sick of you, make I enter the pothole. One, I didn't even see you. <laughs> and then they got all angry and chuffed. And protection. Charlie, if you see one in there, what do you call it? Helmets. Helmets. That's like a fucking plus, right? Yeah. Honestly, I don't know. <laughs> Again, it sounds good, right? Sounds good on paper. Yeah, it sounds good on paper. Because there are lots of people now who are thinking, hey, if this is legalized, it means I can buy 10 Okades and then I can start the dispatch business and then the money <laughs> they come aside that. Right? Like, like that, but yeah. yeah no, but true, that's it. True, that's what true. NDC or Mahama is promising right now. Yeah, Okada business. True. How many how many of us cra are going to go into the Okada business for this to be worth it? Charlie, from experience, it's not worth it. But hey, I think that honestly honestly speaking i think that there are people who benefit from this because i know there are people who are far away who need ogada or want to get to like town to some extent there are people who live like outskirts of town that need ogada to get to a certain point before they can pick up Kyoto. but i think that the issue is that government tries what's the government approach to regulation actually like and we can look at how government tries to regulate things is it effective does it work when you say we want to regulate in the end are we solving a problem because that's what regulation is supposed to do are we solving a problem or we are just coming to corporate the problem let me put it in that way for lack of a word like let's yeah i come to put a corporate face to the okada issue are we come to set up an authority just to run Okada and say they are coming to register over there and then that's it. And that and that's my problem basically with this Okada business because everything is so much against us. Our roots are against us. The cars we import into the country are against us. The individual discipline itself is against us. And the politicians finally are against us so if you are coming to <laughs> regulate this thing how is it going to go is it is it that we realize oh because for the fact is this thing is here to stay we can't do anything about it it's yeah. convenient but this is again this is where our leaders fail us and really they do ghana is blessed to be surrounded by countries that have and use okada I mean, most of the Francophone nations have a very much built into their transportation yeah, system. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. guess what? They figured out ways to incorporate them in their what? Their whole road their networks. Their whole road network, true. So we really should be looking to do that. And again, the Ghana and the rules, and we have them. We have them. It's just that when it comes to enforcement, because like what you said earlier, Okada, you're right. Some people may need 
transportation, not necessarily a bus or a taxi. Mm-hmm. I mean, driving to the village, Charlie, it makes sense. If your yeah. village is like what 25 miles away, yeah. the trotter ain't coming there on a regular stop. True. So you need that bike to get to, to get, a town yeah, yeah. for you to pick up the bus. Perfect yeah, sense. Yeah. But let's be realistic about what this means in Accra or in cities where you just have guys zipping. Those guys don't even respect their, their traffic light and the police don't even stop them. Like, <laughs> already now driving here is stress. You are dealing with trolls. Now Chale. you're going to be dealing with more Okades. Charlie. Me, that's just my personal fear. That you are going to like, you are going to open a Pandora box that we didn't expect to open, and it's going go over. We like, no, nah, this stuff. can't be what we can't expect because anybody who drives the streets of Accra knows exactly what this is going to look like. Multiply the number of what, <laughs> but that's the thing, motorbikes it's like, by a factor it's like of two, looking, that's too much. We are just siding our views to Accra. Regulation is about the whole nation, mm, fair enough, and that's where my problem is like, what's like we we've, we've seen we've seen we've seen people regulate stuff. We've seen the banking sector. We've seen the securities and exchange sector. Like these are regulatory bodies, and oh, you've yeah. seen how much of a bad job they've done. So that's where my fear is. My fear is not about so because I mean earlier you referred to these Francophone countries and how Okada is an integral part of their transportation sector because of freeport and all of that. And how they are able to wing it and that's another issue i have with people over here the world is so globalized that you could pretty much reinvent the wheel suit your your how do you call it your situation yeah but for some reason we are not looking at that and i don't think we will maybe they'll hear this podcast and then they will try to but i don't think we will honestly <coughs> this okada thing like this, you haven't bothered, haven't bothered to read their manifestos because if the last four or five Actually, years nobody has really, me, they give a fuck. It's, it's straight up bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a ball. It's straight like, up. <laughs> it be fucking bullshit. Like I think there's, we have a, we've we've gotten to a plateau of a lot of things. Like there's a plateau of voter, voter satisfaction. I remember. Manifesto. Two, election, two election cycles ago. Like, I actually sat down, downloaded both manifestos, read, you know, trying to be a... 2012, right? Yeah, trying to yeah, be an informed voter. Roots, yeah. Understand the issues. I did that. Know the position, which parties were. And True. then cast my vote based on what I, as an individual, felt was good for me exactly. and the nation as a whole. Exactly. But they've proven that it's just paper you should even bother printing yeah, it out yeah they are just winging their shit yeah and with and with the okada thing it's similar to what the mpp guys are doing again with their recording studio say something that's controversial that's going to get people riled up and reacting and guess what this okada story has stayed in the news you you know what's wild listen the mpp people are actually thinking about so now elections has become more of you state your promise, and because I want to stay in power, I'm going to put out my ministers to say, I'm looking at doing your promise, or actually do your promise. <laughs> because then people are looking at regulating this thing. I mean, to be fair, that's the that's the advantage of the incumbents, right? True, true, true. <laughs> you do true. office inside, so if you make the moves. Yeah, it'd be you, Slack. It'd be you, you Slack. So you, do, yeah, so you do opposition, <laughs> you, if you, if you just promise. So I'm willing to bet if... I mean, if House of Cards and 
all the countless political shows have showed me anything, the NDC probably has at least one major promise that they are holding close to their chest. True. That they should reveal at least months leading to election. Hey. Like, <laughs> when they can't do this, and MPP can't say we are working towards Ike. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, wow, if, wow, they, if there wow. are no leaks in both camps, but true, 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 true. Or, but maybe, Charlie, or maybe I'm giving Ghana political parties too much credit, thinking that that's sophisticated. <laughs> yeah, true. Sometimes, too, Charlie, they don't really get things <laughs> like that. <laughs> just the <laughs> <a> move. <laughs> just the move with the win, Charlie. Yeah, but honestly, a bunch of seventy. I, no, no, no shade to old age, but I think with old age, it comes a sense of yeah, you are just winging this shit to you are six feet in the ground. Nah, I don't think these guys are winging this. Like, both both parties have quote-unquote tasted power. I think they very much know what's at stake. True. I think we do them at the service when we say, oh, these guys are just bumbling idiots. No, they are very, very, very smart and capable. Yeah. They know what they are doing. They know what they are putting out there. They know when they say, oh, Kada, they know how the people they want to vote or turn out for them will react yeah, to the it. Yeah. I mean, think about it. These guys in their motorcades, do they really want Okada's... <laughs> Charlie, let them go bed. Fuck him. That's what my man is saying. I so mean, let's segue. <laughs> Your man come turn my, my anger translator. Gidi, gidi, ah, gidi. Charlie, 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 Charlie. That would be cool, though. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's it about politics. I mean, Charlie... I feel like we need to come to like the basic of basic issues, but hey, that's me. Yo, listeners, wherever I think most countries in the world are voting this year. Twenty twenty is messed up, Charlie. Yeah. If your vote can Trump be... Biden, another shit bear. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think most countries are voting. So wherever yeah. you are, Charlie, if you can register for vote to vote, sorry, do it. If you are dissolutioned, I very much empathize and understand where you're coming from. Yeah. But after twenty twenty, like Komo is saying, I think with the young people honestly we need to just sit down and figure out if Charlie we can actually force something or if we're also giving yeah, up Charlie if this thing need then, uh, like it really need then let's help the younger guys figure it out because yeah we, because these the people this Bruh. is this isn't this ain't it whatever this is at all Charlie it's not it I don't want to go into the details but Charlie this no be um like it be so bad it be so bad election talk finish we could Charlie host yeah, true. next one Slip, no, slip. Some London accent for that shit. Oh, no, nah, no. Nah. I don't really okay. do fake accents. Uh, so. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I've actually been listening to a lot of London podcasts. So it's, the accent has sort of grown on me. But hey. We are sorry, yo. Shout out to my man, Ratnu. Skutnu. <laughs> Usna. <laughs> All right, let's go to the main topic. And we want to talk about the audacity scammers have. Oh, okay. In this Ghana. Because it really they over me how Ghanaians are celebrating someone who managed to pull off a scam of a lot of political dignitaries and musicians. And instead of us sort of pushing it down and saying it's not good. <laughs> The nigga just they get trends then videos has it, wait, everywhere. I mean I, I know the story but I haven't followed closely. Has it come out that he's scammed anybody out of money? Yeah, so here's the thing. With the awards that people got, and that's the wild thing for me, with the awards that people got, they had to pay money for it. Apparently <laughs> D Black paid like <laughs> five thousand CDs. <laughs> and for me, 
what I take from this is it sort of puts all these awards they've earned into me not believing they really needed to earn it because I feel like if this is something you usually do, See. it's like second nature. Because if somebody they move to you, say, make you pay 5000 for award, and you are really not second guessing it, that means say, the awards plenty they get, you really they pay. See, here's what I would say to them. To be fair, in this glorious nation we call our homeland, mm-hmm. there are legitimate awards True. that you do get given mm-hmm. and you are told you have to pay XYZ to take receipt of it. If you refuse, they move on to another... Are you, are you talking about 40, 40 under 40, 30 under 40? <laughs> if, you Forbes, re- if you refuse... Because we cancel Forbes a long time. If you refuse, mm-hmm. they go to another well-deserving person <laughs> who might be willing to pay. So that's it. I mean, the awards industry itself is a game. So I wouldn't fault someone for thinking, okay, the guy wants him to pay. But honestly, though, UN, like a quick Google search. See, Google it, guys. Nigga. Learn to use Google. Do your Googles. Like, <laughs> not be ashamed. Like, every other day, I'm checking a word that I should know how to spell, but I'm just double-checking. Like, yeah. just look up random shit. I, I think Google is, like, the best search engine out there or the best invention out there because it doesn't judge you, honestly. Yeah, someone says something, and if you have a problem, let me introduce you to incognito mode. Control-shift-N. Yes. Nobody will know what you are looking for, how dumb you are. Thank you. And there's nothing wrong with being dumb. That was brought to you by technology in Africa. <laughs> no, but seriously, <laughs> when you are talking, something got me interested. Because, I mean, we can spend time talking about the whole, the guys come, people, why aren't we mad? As the people, is that something? Because I'm thinking about it, and we celebrate Anansi, right? Yeah. And his whole stick is, he's trying to pull one over. Be smart. Yeah, be yeah. smart. And there's something to his story that if I was writing a modern Anansi story... I would go that route. He got, he got caught. I think. And he's not backing down. I think <laughs> if you say that, then we want to uh, compare that more to like how America celebrates white gangsters and the mafia and all that kind of shit. Like, to some extent. But I think this is more of people who just want to have social media recognition. Like, yeah, they saw this Dr. Fodro nigga taking or they just want to take a video and show to the masses that yeah i saw this guy doing this and that and that and that i'm not saying we should cancel him but more of this is is to to me personally it's getting annoying because we was getting annoying the fact that everybody is sort of like celebrating him of some sort in a jovial way like i think when people see him they laugh at the fact that this is the guy and i and i get a notion behind it like they laugh at the fact that this is the sorry to use my word. This is the fucking guy that actually put this fucking scam on these people that we think are legit, yeah. and it makes it funny. Yeah, but it's getting too much, Why? and it's sort of like legitimizing him to some extent. No, and, I mean, and to some extent, I feel like it's. I get what you're. I get what you're trying to, to him, say. To him, it feels like it's legitimate what he does. No, but you see, okay, I I I, I kind of see where you're going in that. A scam has happened. A scam has been revealed. Yeah. Society crowd, social Shout media is cele- celebrating him. Mm-hmm. And that in turn legitimizes the person. And he's able to escape what he's done. Mm-hmm. See, all the people he has quote-unquote scammed, 
the law is there if you want legal recourse there's nothing stopping you simple yeah and i'm sure all those people have access to people in the police force true if they do need it so i'm not about to feel bad for someone who can take action if they need to simple okay now about us as a society or twitter streets hyping him up i think honestly it's just been 2020 has just been a shitty year yeah <laughs> so if throughout all of this this guy came to you and you just couldn't just like yo make a chalk small just ask a question or two i mean the guy was at <laughs> shout out to mg man <laughs> the guy was in the building <laughs> handing out awards I understand if regular people got <laughs> humanitarian <laughs> development for interstitial mentalization award for Kofi Annan. I understand if regular people got scammed, but as a media house, like the very least you should do hey. is just, just check who the past recipients are. Bro, I don't want to even go into that because you, you, know, you, you know you know why I wouldn't want to go into that, right? The no. media house that got scammed, but yeah, hey. No, but that's I mean that's my thing though. I feel like someone who fast checks. Yeah, like at that you point, couldn't do that. <laughs> at that point, like I can excuse D Black for rolling rolling with it. Man is busy, he did recording studio, he mind the other thing stop. You True. can clown him, but if he talk that, right? Yeah. But a journalist hosting a fact checking show. Like Maji. Yeah. That's that's more concerning to me. <laughs> that's more concerning to me. Because it just kind of shows you that. There's a lot that's slipping through our cracks. Bruff. That's just it. A fact-checking journalist. I mean, you'd have complicated them. A scammer goes to a media house to present a fake award, and no journalist was able to just none figure none, that out. None. It took was to, it was revealed on Twitter, right? Yeah. So, and and the wild <laughs> thing is, the niggas who revealed it on Twitter <laughs> hit up some of these journalists in these media houses like yo. This, this guy, guy that took the award looks like this and that. So the guy who presented, not took. Yeah, and it looks like you need to check up on him because this is the information we had. And I think it's fair for someone to tell you that this is the information I have, and you to verify that. Oh, I checked the information and it's not true, but they didn't. It, it make like oh yeah, it pester me. Then send some like Charlie, you make wild. I mean, like, how if you take you serious from now? Like, you goof, honestly, like, my G. I mean, I'm you know sure. how wild it is. People were doing simple googles on Twitter and finding out more about this. Shout out to Yini, man, our co-host Yini. She unearthed a whole lot of videos about this. Small BNR application she first. Charlie, and it didn't take a lot. It just took an internet connection and a laptop. I mean, the guy's name was on YouTube. And a search engine. Um, it's it's concerning. But back to your your lead question, which is coming in our society. Yeah. Ah, boy, Charlie, street's hot. Yeah, yeah, Charlie, boys for eat. I mean, because it's one of those <laughs> things. I would never con. It's like that Chappelle's joke. I would. What do you say? I don't get it, but I understand. Mm. It's one of those things. Like. I wouldn't do it personally. I hope to never be in a situation where but I find... Yeah. yeah, but at the bar. At the bar, you. But at the bar, why people no, choose to scam. I mean, that's legit. That's legit. That's, that's it. I understand truth. why yeah. they choose to do it. Yeah. I wouldn't, but at the bar. Yeah. And for him to have... I don't even know, man. Like, 
Now, even going into that, I don't know whether I saw this shit on um, um, social media about the um, half-legged guy. What's his name? Um, half-legged. Yeah. The men's good guy. Bringing up some lands, calling it Zaliwood, Xylophone Hills. And that some of the lands will go to uh, men's gold members. So I, I don't know whether I saw that. You didn't see that. He had a whole video where he said he had demarcated a portion of land to men's gold people. And the people that he can't pay back. Yeah. And he's actually developing a magic city. <laughs> Xylophone Hills. <sighs> and, 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 and that's puts like... And, and, and that's why I started this issue, this topic by saying... I don't get that audacity. Like, what don't you get about the audacity? Because if because you've allowed it to go on, like this guy should have been put in the can for a fucking long time. No, but isn't that isn't that from where you would derive the audacity? Then, if you know you could break the rules and <clears throat> not pay yeah, for and it, yeah, and that's what that's what I'm pointing to. The fact that punishments supposed to be meted out to people aren't or are delayed, so they feel they are above the fucking law. Because this guy had people going fake traveling to Dubai and fake um, creating a case in Dubai and all of that. Really? Yeah. There was a whole thing. He went into jail to go and sleep in jail in Dubai and he was oh, that was all fake? Court. Bruv, that was fucking fake. That was fucking fake. Shout out to his production team. That Dude. was fucking fake. And because again, there was... Wait, this was there reported was, as news. So no, yeah. By the police and all of that. <laughs> So the police and were also Maji. I say it was because of constant pressure from the public. So I felt they, they and somebody should hit me up on this. This is fucking fake. Nobody can challenge me on this shit. It was constantly <laughs> no, pressure. Conspiracy co- como. Yeah. Constant, <laughs> I swear I'm Pastor Chris right now. <laughs> Shout out to my man, man. Predicting it, rapture dates and shit. I saw that guy's fuck God. God damn it. He's using the Planck's equation and Schrodinger's equation to predict. Uh, rapture days and he said, everything. He said, well, if not in five years, three years, you know, Listen, three years before 10. Your people no, be small messing about X. with this shit. <laughs> I've seen this shit happen before with the Jamestown disaster. We we don't want this shit to happen. Please end it. I beg you. Pastor Chris, if you are listening to this, we don't want Jamestown massacre to happen again. This is how it started. And then the next moment, you are setting up a commune and you think you are the Bagwan and you are the uh, Maniga. Go back to your preaching, man. We like the way you used to preach. That's, don't don't that, do this shit. That's debatable. Anyway, to wrap it up, <laughs> scam, scamming bad. Free your mind as a podcast does not endorse it. No, but no. Also, but don't scam. <laughs> yeah, and honestly, people, Charlie, Charlie, be smart. And shout out to I don't know if you guys or any listeners remember this show. Uh, was it hustle or the real hustle? The real hustle it used to be yeah, a the real hustle. Used yeah. to be a BBC yeah, true. series true. back in the day, early two thousands. True. true. The one thing I remember from that show that I took to heart: you can never con an honest man. If someone promises you something and you know you don't deserve that shit, it's likely a con. No ways about it. True. True. And if it's yours, you would know because you've put in the work. You've merited it. Wow. There's blessings, That's I get facts. it. But Charlie, it's something they come your side and all you have to do is the little work to get a whole lot. Bruh. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> Think about that shit twice. Like, 
you know they make sense. You know they add up. Or you if you go in with your eyes wide open and take whack, you charge to the game. Yeah. Keep it moving. The game is the game. <laughs> take your L, keep it moving. The oh left side my. balance the right side. You keep it moving. Oh Talking my. about you um, going on on um, old shows you used to listen to. I, I, I want us to segue into this. So for our <laughs> listeners who don't know about this, I'm speaking to the co-founder of the Gold Coast Report. He doesn't like it when I say that shit, <laughs> but my man sounds, is a disruptor. It sounds so weird when you like. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I'm actually giving you the interview before you get the interview. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, I mean you've gotten the interview, but Charlie, that interview go come where you all go be like, yo, fuck this shit. I was there, man. But yeah, my man is a disruptor and the co-founder of the gold coast report when i see the co-founder the other founder is donald from this same show my better uh, half guys. yeah <laughs> oh wow some small romance wow <laughs> no, and in my whole life i've never ever seen you know i i really respect them for that kind of romance it's been a whole long i mean how many years since secondary school right Okay, let, yeah. let's not let the people calculate. But <laughs> since secondary school, yeah, 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 yeah. But um, I, f- I feel like because of this romance, he speaks for Donald when he speaks. Um, so we are just going to ask him just a couple of serious questions. What the fuck made you start this shit? Oh Go. my. <coughs> um. So just yeah, what the fuck made us start? Um, yeah, this episode is going to be explicit, clearly. So, the genesis of GCR actually started in the group chat myself and Donald were in, or still are in. Wait, two people in the group chat? No, I mean, you are part of, you are in the group chat with okay. other people. all right, cool. <laughs> fantasy, <laughs> fantasy football and life. Oh, okay. So, back when the Black Stars were refusing to play unless money was sent to them during the World Cup. Ooh. Yeah. Fuck my mama, man. I remember we were in the group chat and then the local coverage in terms of like uh, print and online articles was basically just from the BBC, The Guardian, Gold.com. And we kind of felt like, yo, that was a bit trash. Like, it's our story. Exactly. We can definitely generate content and speak to the issue or the topic in a way that's definitely unique to us. Oh. So it didn't make sense why we did copy BBC article, copy on our websites. True. Since we day back. Yeah. So me and boys, they chatting like, yo guys, Charlie, make a good tier blog website. Everybody in mind, they giddy giddy. I go register domain name, pop pop. <laughs> Which you are good at. <laughs> I know this slack. My man has like 25 <laughs> domains. I don't know, man. Idea come listen, now, pop pop. Listen. For register the name. I do that, but... <laughs> Since I knew Ciro, I know he does that more than me. <laughs> like, my man just did, you know, he go buy domain right, you know, uh, abc.farm. <laughs> like, you are looking for that shit, it's like, I own that shit <laughs> for a year. Oh, man. <laughs> so, yeah, so I already saw the Gold Coast report, and if any of our listeners actually read Grantland, that was what I was hoping GCR would be. So, Grantland was this website uh, headed by Bill Simmons, he now runs the Ringer Network, which was bought by Spotify this year, actually. And it was the best place in the internet, swear down. Because they had writers that were talking about sports, but this was 
early on when they were incorporating like pop culture they were ranking tv shows they were ranking it was just this fun dynamic website and i was like yo i think gcr or the gold coast report then could try to be something like that everybody in mind day week one domain registered Charlie Killer, so who could write the article? <laughs> yeah, that way you realize. Yeah. <laughs> that's where it got tricky. You know, the, you know, the ground like that. And that's, why, that's where it got funky. And after a while of trying to figure out who would do XYZ, I hit up and I was like, yo, Charlie, I used to listen to, well, I still listen to podcasts back then, uh, the Jillian Jacoby show, the Low podcast. So I was like, yo, let's just meet at my end. I took out my phone. Let's just record and see what this thing sounds like. I think we can legit do a podcast. So we recorded our first episode. DLC show. Yeah. We talked about that shit. I, I think we called Chill, it DNC. Yeah. Like we just called you it DNC <laughs> just because Donald Cyril, there was yeah. nothing fancy to yeah. it. And then we were like, okay, I think this podcast thing, Charlie, is some Vim traction day back. Let's hit up our friends and see what we can do with it. And honest to God, shout out to the people we know. Like you guys are just fucking amazing because uh-huh. my guy, you know, enter the you know you know enter the scene yet. So relax. Oh 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 oh, oh. relax. <laughs> no, because we plan to start with just one show, and mm-hmm. everybody we hit up showed up. So we had a meeting with like thirteen. How many were we then? Yeah, about thirteen people, fourteen people. So we had to create different shows from the very get go. So we started with ATW, the sports show, free on mine. You know, oh, so that was mind. the reason for that. And then TOR, the other room, because oh. everybody had to go somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was a bit mad because we started with three shows and we just started podcasting. <laughs> so like, we really started from the deep end. No, but bro, that's what disruption is. Like, <laughs> honestly, I'm not kidding. That, that's what disruption is. Like, the fact that you don't know what you are doing, but you are winging it, and you know, it might not work. But it's going to rattle people off their seats, basically. Yeah. But shout out Charlie. Shout out the the early adopters. The OGs, um, man. The OGs, man. Can I mention some names? I mean, oh, no. shout yeah. out V. Shout out um, my mom with someone. Um, See how you did, bro. Shout <laughs> out the fuck. <laughs> Yo, Charlie, do this. Do this shit for me. Shout out Lamuel. Shout out. Um, Nobody send you giddy. Yo, you. there's a lawyer in there with some Afro Echo BK. Yeah. Um I'm really curious to see how far you could go or how well you could do this. Shout out Kes, who's still on the show. Shout out um Ria. My lady Ria. Shout out um Oh shit. Shout out Kyo who's still on the show. <laughs> Shout out Corio who's still on the show. Um, Corey actually joined us late when I think about oh, really? it. All right, cool. Um, shout out a couple of ladies on TOR. Shout out, v. I only know V. V, shout out V, man, from the London there. AJ, Cell, AJ, yeah, Cell, man, like her face, Charlie. So, yeah, everybody showed up and everybody came strong. And I think our season one we recorded every week, that show was relentless. We didn't we didn't have weekends. <laughs> we didn't go out. It was sense, it was insane. I think sense. I even missed Kess's wedding. <laughs> like <coughs> that was how cool. No, so <laughs> March day that same day, blah 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 thing. No, that one's a bad day wedding. Oh, okay. 
Like, yeah. So I, I even put out a press release. Your friends don't get married on the weekend because Charlie, GCR turns it up. Yeah, we are, we are disrupted. So you cannot, you know. But yeah. that was your one. Fast forward and then we hit up um, the Anna T's guys. Or they hit us up. Or it was a mutual conversation. Shout out the guys. Uh, Denzel, and, Denzel Kofi. and Kofi. And then they joined. And then we just started get really locked in and then started creating the shows that you guys i know see and hear around cecilia crowd the boga podcast shout out joe man <laughs> just you know shout out mr asante my brother and my shout out to brother. kwame shout out to kwame kwame's kwame, actually man. been in on gcr earlier but we never actually roped him in fully until we got sincerely Accra up and running and then he became like you know i I mean, song selections, everything on lock, on fucking lock. But yeah, I mean, but hey, that's essentially the story of GCR. And wow. We've and sold, then later on, we joined. And, and then we have this new, the new kids. <laughs> <laughs> we have the new kids. <laughs> no, but it's, 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 it's been great to see people still pay attention to us and still want to be a part of us. True. Um, for us, it kind of shows that okay, there's definitely something that we see here and we are doing something right. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest, the new blood definitely gives new perspective because Charlie, it true. changes things a bit, true, switches true, things true, around. True, 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 true. And in as much as I would like us to have like a very set team for a long spell, the reality is Charlie podcasting for GH is hard, it's strong, hard. So, again, shout out to you guys who actually listen because. We can't stress this enough. Your listenership really keeps us motivated. True, true. Because every single listen fucking helps. Charlie, 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 Charlie. Every fucking listen yeah, fucking yeah, really yeah, helps. Yeah. So yeah, our hosts also have lives. Things happen. Sometimes people have to, you know, fall out, come back later. Yeah. So having you, I mean, that's life basically. So it yeah. makes it makes things exciting. But that's now, what makes we have people like Como now hosting for your mind. <laughs> I mean, three years ago, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have thought about it because I didn't even know you there. Yeah, true, 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 but true. So things are moving. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, I also forgot someone. Shout out, man, like Matt. <laughs> like honestly, our residents, everything, graphic designer, yeah, everything, so creative design. Like most of our logos and prayers, GCR Live and prayers, and spirituality, <laughs> spiritual support. He's fighting out here for us. Hey, he's fighting them spirit and the mommy waters for the believers and non-believers. <laughs> so shout out to him. <laughs> shout out to his show, though. I mean, they are doing a good job. Exactly. Um, well he and, um, Papa, Papa, Scotch. very down to earth people. I never thought there was a day I was sit in front of people who speak the word as devilish as I am, and still be accepted. <laughs> That's wow for me. And they're actually okay with the way I am, you know, not listening to gospel songs and shit. So shout out to Weather Pod. Aww. Shout out to all the shows. Um, GCR isn't going anywhere. And I say that with so much conviction. And I, <laughs> like, bro, we aren't going anywhere. We are we've disrupted. We are disrupted. We still disrupt. Um, I mean, since I mean since 2016, right? Shaking you off your seats, and um, it's good to see that the whole community is growing. I mean, in the near future, if they are having the documentary, I mean, it will be cool sitting up, giving up. 
But even before oh. we go to the documentary, hey. I, um, <laughs> one thing I should say is I've been pleasantly surprised and really excited just to see all the different shows springing up. True. Um, one thing Donald and I have always realized as a network or as a team has been it no be every idea we go for chase. It's not every idea that we can help bring to full production. Yeah. I mean, we are a team. We've been able to build a rather large and good one, but mm-hmm. we still very have financial it resources. It don't be job. Sometimes it's just for left. No, and there's financial resources. Yeah. Sometimes we have to just spend some time on the show. Some True. shows need like two seasons to actually pick up this team that we would like True. to see from them. True. True. And in between that time, we may just have to let a good idea go. True. So seeing other people also just like, you know, hey, this podcast thing sounds good. I'll give it a try. It's cool to see other people in the space also trying their own shit. True. Like Formula No Day. Yeah. So shout out to the GH podcasters. Oh, the men, the mandems. Mandems and the galdems. Galdems and the mandems. Yeah. It's a shame. COVID, we would have had another GH podcast club thingy. Yeah, with everyone. But next next year, yeah, all of them, man. But shout out to all of them. Yo, I forgot, man. I'm I'm actually producing this show, and shout out to my girl, them, sex and sanity. But shout out to my girl, Ami Araba Linda. Yeah, you are doing a good job, and um, yeah, we hope to continue with all of these disruptions, and um, yeah. Almost deaf, most deaf, most yeah. deaf. So let's just get to the final thing let us know what you are watching are you watching something i know you are like a god of watching things yeah so one thing i know is going to be good but i haven't started watching yet because i want everything to finish uh (laughs) hbo's love craft country it's hbo come on bro no but it's going to be good (laughs) not always but like if you like hbo has a bad show i mean I, they put work into it, but what I mean is... You are not impressed? No, no, I'm not impressed. I mean, I'm impressed. So, so I'm wait, saying. you are saying they put work into it, but you might not be impressed. But that doesn't mean it's a bad show, right? Because HBO is like the holy grails of show. Well, Just bad like, show is subjective. GCR is the holy grails of podcast. <laughs> no, it's more similar. But bad show is subjective. I mean, I get true, what you true, mean. Like, true, HBO true. always make... But they've had misses. It's not hits all the time, but they have some misses. <laughs> well... Anyway, Love Cross Country... Without spoiling it too much, it's set in the, I think, what, well, it's 50s, 60s, 30s? Back when black people in the U.S. just weren't, you know, treated right. And oh. if you enjoy a bit of love, Lovecraftian horror, all the elements are in there. Hey. So, well, I haven't... Like Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Slayer? No, no, no. Kind of shit? It's way cooler. It's way more subtle. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay, if cool. you watch Watchmen and enjoyed it, I think you definitely enjoyed this. Oh, okay. Um, but I am—I have actually started watching um, *Raised by Wolves*. Uh, this is um, what's the guy's name? The guy who directed *Aliens* and *Prometheus*. You're asking the wrong person. Ridley Scott. Yeah. Now that's pure sci-fi. Okay. And the guy who played Ragnar in was a Vikings. Viking show. Yeah. yeah. He's in it. So if you oh, liked okay. his character, you'd enjoy it. Oh, okay. It's a very, very good show that deals with science versus religion in the way that you don't necessarily see. It oh, sounds... I want to watch that. It sounds like... You start watching, it's like, okay, they're going to do the same usual shit. 
and then there are subtle twists that just go like hmm damn i see what you're doing with that oh so those are my two recommendations after you go on and on but like yeah oh no i'm not going to give you a chance i know you are <laughs> going to you are going to take this shit and run with it nah. my man resident uh, um, um steven spielberg maybe i should start like a, what what am i watching tv show should we Nah, time no Shoot, day. man. Time no day, right? Time no day. Time yeah, no day. Yeah, I understand. Life, life, then, then, since. By the right time, it will come. It will come. It will come. For me, um, I'm not watching so many things, but I watched um, Social Dilemma on Netflix, and okay. I think you should get into it. It's basically a hit on <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg. So it's that guy. Oh, I think, and I think he'll be just fine. Yeah, he'll be fine. I mean, come on. He has money. Really? Honestly, you think he's worried by all of this. But it's basically to let you understand how the internet works. I think for people who really don't know the ins and outs of the whole internet and social media, especially people who have kids, I think it's good for you because these are people who worked at these companies and for some reason they thought they were doing good, but they realized they've created a monster and they are trying to help either suppress that monster or put a leash on it. I don't know what they are trying to do. But you you basically, as a a noob, get to understand how the internet works. That's the only thing I'm watching. Why are you listening to though? I mean, it wouldn't be fair not to talk about some gripe. Why are you listening (coughs) to my man? As in music music or podcast? I don't know anything. Anything you are listening to, we're listening. Um, Right. You could go first. Okay. I mean, since you are so eager to go first. Yeah, so yesterday <laughs> I discovered um, a song called Coupe, Coupe de Calais, where um, I think it was used by um, Kwame Asante on Sincerely Accra. I think he shouted them out. I've forgotten who did it, but I found it on Spotify. Okay. And it led me to create a radio on the 2000 Coupe de Calais, Coupe Chesoir. Culture okay. <laughs> and I've been having a bob since like morning on Coupe de Calais songs. This old boy, that's different. Like, there was an era in Ivory Coast, Togo, Benin, where there were all these Congo, where there were all these Coupe de Calais songs, upbeats, and all of this. So, you could check them out. Coupe de Calais, I think, yeah, on Spotify. That's so, what I've been listening to. There's this really week. good thing with De Calais Guada, Jesse Matador. That song was a banger. Yeah, true, true, true. To add your coupe <coughs> de calais collection. Coupe de calais, chez soi, à la mode de cavalier. But hey, that's pressure. what I'm listening to. Okay. So what are you listening to? Wow. Of the obvious. Um, so what what I've been making time for listening mainly is the Sandman. So. The Sandman is written by Neil Gaiman. Um, Gaiman, sorry. Okay. Uh, he also wrote Anansi Boys. Is that an audiobook? Well, Sandman is an audiobook. Okay. But it originally was a comic, which I'd read. <laughs> My man is so bourgeoisie. And no, not bourgeoisie. Like, I've never actually listened to an audiobook. I, I haven't too, but I, I think I'd try I'd always been opposed to it. But then someone had hey. made a comment on Twitter. I was like, yo... Oh, okay. This is good. If you can listen to it, so I was like, you know doing some good. I actually wow. took them up on it, and for someone who's read the entire graphic novels, listening to it, 
it just definitely just showcases how audio is a different medium to visual like books comics reading podcasting and it's just really cool just because <laughs> in as much as i imagine certain voices it's different to hear them be read out loud true and then all the sound effects and everything it's a whole different ambience um as what i'm listening to songs i think the most recent album i listened to was uh nines uh what do you call the title i think crabs in a bucket or something that was the most recent album i listened I to was a grime album nice hey. grime artist yeah, man i remember when Sil put me on psycho man that's <laughs> a whole story i was like i wasn't prepared for this what's his name david right dave dave it's like dave my <laughs> man man was talking about his girlfriend and how he left her and all of that had me reminiscing about my first girlfriend and all i was like ah <laughs> my man i thought i was going to hear some you know keisha becky yeah. <laughs> Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, shout out my man, man. Tio uh, Wayne. Charlie, I like that song, man. I think that's like the <laughs> baseline for a lot of Grimes. Oh, I think. Oh, I don't know. That was like Keisha. But Becky. I think like that's like the baseline for a lot of Grime. And that, that beat has particularly been used for a lot of yeah, freestyles. It's sample, yeah. Like even this Comerica thing that's blowing up, you can hear bits and pieces of that like baseline. Okay, I haven't listened to much Comerica yeah, shit. Yeah, so I mean, you're a busy uh, man. Not even that. Like, I just <laughs> haven't found it to listen to. Me too. I actually just see on Twitter. It's not something that I'm moved okay. to listen to. I feel like as Ghana is, it's going to be a fading thing. And I don't know. But hey. <laughs> well, but shout out to Tion Wayne and Ras MD, right? Shit, I got it right. <laughs> yeah, you make it. <laughs> Y'all go check that song out, man. Is it on Spotify? I used to be on Spotify. I can't find it again. I'm sure. I'm just finding remixes now. I should be on Spotify. Yeah, but yeah. Shout out them. Um, I think that's it. Don't yeah. tell me I'm tired of that. So nah, yeah, but like, I mean, good on you. Taking the mantle of hostmanship. Oh, 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 It feels good to be a showrunner, though, you know? So, listeners, give Komo, show, show him some love. Charlie, if I shout to make a no. Give I know, him, I, give I, know him, I don't have a radio voice, but fuck him, radio, man. <laughs> give him feedback. And yeah, then, like, yeah. Let, let him know what's up, yeah. what's going on. And engage with me on Twitter. Yeah. It's Komo. I'm almost always there. Civil is always almost not to be found. <laughs> But I'm mostly on Twitter. It's Como I T S underscore C O M O O. If I plug the show account before you plug Wait, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to do that in the beginning of the show, man. Like, okay. like I'm plugging myself. If you want to say anything, Charlie, me, I'll be <laughs> open up. You go feed this me. I know ball. I know they do the long things. But yeah, listen to the show on Twitter at GCR Free Your Mind. That's GCR for your mind all together. Whoop, whoop. Follow us on Instagram at the Gold Coast Report. On the last episode, I had a nice intro. I didn't hear my voice, Jesus. <laughs> hey, the way I suffer before I do that thing. Oh. But follow us on at GCR shit at Gold Coast Report <laughs> <laughs> on Instagram. Guys, forgive me. But hey, um, I think that's it. Yeah, yeah and go to goldcoastreport.com. You have a whole bunch of, you know, um, podcasts over there that you can listen to. Ooh, also, 
sorry when we said what i was listening to i just opened my spots but i just looked through uh kes actually suggested uh this album we home by kes kes the band wait what kes this is music sorry okay <laughs> i'm sorry kes. look at mad at me rude i know but but they have kes, a, there's, wow there's this song called beautiful life by kes comma kes the band oh and whenever i die that's the song. What the fuck, bro. That's the song on, I man. want played at my funeral. Come on, we are not even that old. Why no, are you talking about that, bro? Why? Are you, why are you scared? It's, it's I'm fucking scared. I know it's inevitable, <laughs> but not now, bro. Like you can't do this Yo, shit, guys. I, I wish you could see Kobe. That's right? dark. Like, That's guys, so like, dark. <laughs> your guy flinched. Just yeah, like started hiding. Whenever I die, I mean, I, yeah, I know the, I know the song. Have you ever talked about that to Donay before? Given that you guys are like best friends and I'm everything, sure we have. I don't think we've gone to death oh, with shit. our funeral plans. But the older we get, I don't know how he's going to react. It's to that going shit. to be likely. Oh shit! Because I mean, I would like him to know what my funeral arrangements are. Oh god! In addition damn. to my siblings and oh, I'm sure. <laughs> Bruv, if you die, I will fucking break down. Like I'm, oh. I'm not kidding. No, I'm not yeah, kidding. Because, bro, the life, the love is fucking deep. I'm not kidding. Yeah, but then we all move on. I mean, I, I know, appreciate it, but, but hey, life goes on. Because I've oh, lost. Fuck you, bro. No, no, I'm serious. I'm I've, no, I've <laughs> lost. I've lost people that I found out. Oh, geez. you know what? Don't Cyril always comes up at the guy who is so nonchalant. I mean, I'm the king of nonchalance. Like, but Cyril <laughs> comes up at that guy who is. Who has like the ultimate nonchalance and fucking pisses me off? But hey, it's not even ultimate nonchalance. Like I've lost people. That's how you come off us. No, but in the past, but have you been in? I know you've been in love before, right? Yeah. Why? Why you guys seem like I'd be stoned and they walk around? Yeah, because that's <laughs> why you push. Like that's that's how you make us see you. Like, ah. like you've never. I know you've been in love. Probably yeah. betrayed by the woman. You're like fuck love. I'm not doing this shit anymore. That's what it is. Why do you, nah, I'm, I'm a hopeless romantic. Go deep down. Oh like, wow! Is that I would like to see that though. If anything, but hey, if Donald is probably the hard guy nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Donate, that's not rude, man. But I, listen, Donate is that guy. I know I could go for for like <laughs> cool advice. Donate is going to like Donate is. Oh, he'll still give you the good, ad- the cool advice. That one here for sure. Okay, you will know, but I was getting hard vibes actually when we were speaking on Saturday. Because he was being like that shoot CEO and all of that shit. Like, we are not going to take this <laughs> shit this season. <laughs> Fuck you, Donate. <laughs> Fuck you, Donate. Nah, my boy is, my boy is hard. Me, I guess people change when they are growing, right? I think, honestly, it's just, and this is now no longer speaking for Donate, just speaking for myself. Um, it's definitely a case of the war high, but once you're in. There's no point. You've traversed the wall, so might as well. Like, I really... I start from zero when it comes to trust and everything else. Mm-hmm. And then incidents reduces it. I don't start from, like, zero and increase. Makes oh, sense. okay. Yeah, it makes sense. So, may I come now at full max? Oh, okay. Wow. And by the time we drop to 50, then... Also, shout out to Officer, hands down, my favorite grime artist. Oh. For no reason, just because in songs, it give me hype. Oh, okay. And at this point, come on, we should stop the song. Otherwise, I'm going to keep on. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. So, yeah, guys. How do I initiate? Like, Como is a rap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do they say that? So, it's, it's, it's been a good episode. We'll see you next week. Yo, we are trying to put out more content. So, yeah, I mean, 
support, coming out. Like show some love. Every week, support, show some love. Get used to my voice. I know it's fucking horrible, but get used to it. And are we supposed to do any um, grime shit to put it a rap? It's a rap. <laughs> this has been a Gold Coast Report production. Nah, you go you for oh, play no. post. Make a play post. Yeah, Charlie, that's what I was saying, man. So put me on grime. So you can't start just like that. So put me on grime, man. <laughs> that shit is wild as fuck. Shout out to man like Perez, Electric Pole, back oh, in the okay. day, man. Charlie. Okay, okay. This was okay. back when Sway was well, killing it back. Charlie? I obviously, no, no, that. I was listening to Assem back in the day, so uh, I wasn't on grime like that. Oh, no, no, no. It was an early movement. Shout out to Marvel, man. Charlie, then there's Westwood, they drew a rap studio, this thing, ciphers and shit. Hey, your man know in history. Charlie, Charlie. back when Chip was still in uni. Wow, <laughs> wow, wow. It sounds so amazing. Bring it back like. Whoa. I got the mighty embassy ensemble in here. My man Optics in here, and I am Ghana's own, Ghana's only, I feel so alive.